Hi, welcome to Clitterly Speaking, the podcast. I'm Michelle Doherty. And I'm Emily Lane. We are BFFs dedicated to bringing you conversations between girlfriends over a bottle of wine. Oh, I am so excited about the wine part. Oh, me too. So pull up a chair, grab your glass, and let's get talking. Hey, 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 Emily, how are you? Hello, Michelle. I am great. Thank Fabulous. you. We've finally moved past the infirmary stages that yeah. kind, of, kind of like hung around a few a episodes. Yeah. And so I'm feeling great. I'm really excited in this new year with things that are on the horizon for us. Yeah. And, yeah, and I'm yeah. back from my trip to Ireland. It was fantastic. And um, yeah, I've recovered from that, put things back together and, you know, moving forward. So um, already a great new year. Yeah, and you know, with the, with this 2020, and you know, we're mixing things up because you know mm-hmm. we have the B side going, and we, you know, interviewed uh, Mike Michael Davidson and drank vodka, and we're also today branching out, and we're actually drinking tequila I on the know, show. We're getting wild here, so I'm not sure if we're gonna actually need like a little like uh, translating app or like <laughs> somebody to come back and like say this is actually what Michelle said when when she was slurring her words because <laughs> right. if any of my Friends who are listening, remember those days in college when we drank a little bit of tequila? I promise I'm not going to do that today. Well, we definitely said we're not going to be drinking the whole bottle because we want to keep all of our clothes on. I don't want to keep my liver. Right. Yeah, exactly. (laughs) So, well, this is really exciting. And the reason we're drinking tequila is because we have a wonderful guest in our studio, Mary Carmen Ortiz Conway. Um, We met at a tequila tasting that she led. And... I've I've always liked tequila, but I've I'm not you know I don't have the vocabulary around tequila that I do around wine. Oh yeah. And so I was so amazed when I went through this tasting that she led. Like there's a very dis- distinct and different process for smelling and tasting the tequila. And um, so it was really fun to go through it, and um, it was a great experience. And then, I, you know, I fell in love with Mary Carmen, and we became instant friends. And it was like, okay, let's let's we need to have you on the show. Yeah, so. and then you introduced me to her at the TEDx events, and mm-hmm. also it was like instant instant connection. So I have not had any of her tequila yet, mm-hmm. so I am very very uh, excited about it, curious to know the story, and also to um, move tequila from that memory of, you know, body shots, right. you know, tequila slammers, eating a bunch of lemon. This is not know. a lip it, lick it, slam it, suck it kind of tequila. That no, we're or to, the, yeah. to know that, that, you know, tequila doesn't have to be a lick it, slam it, suck it right. kind of drink. Not that that wasn't a bad time back then. <laughs> <laughs> right, right. You but, know, you know, we're, I, we're in a new phase in our, yeah. yes, uh, in our you know, beverage enjoyment. Yes. Um, so Mary Carmen, welcome to this conversation. She's an incredible influencer in this space and so happy to have you here. Thank you. Thank you so much. I'm so happy to be here and share tequila and yeah. Mexico That's with you guys. Right. Yeah. So a little bit of Mexico that I have in me and sharing it with you. I love it. Well, fabulous. Well, normally when we start off our episodes, Emily will say, okay, this is the wine we're drinking and Mm -hmm. give some notes and stuff. And we're just going to have to kind of turn that over to you about what the tequila is that we're drinking or tasting. And uh, we'll, we'll like 
start that way. We'll start okay. just yeah. like that. Tell us the proper okay. way to. So, um, tequila is mm-hmm. made from agave, okay? Mm-hmm. From a 100% blue agave tequilana Weber, which is a type of agave. Okay, when you say every, agave, you're saying agave. Agave. A G A V E. A G A V E. Okay. Uh-huh. With the correct agave. pronunciation, <laughs> our Americanized agave. version. Americans is say agave. Agave. Yeah. agave. <laughs> I just wanted to make sure I was understanding yes. you correctly. Yes, yes, okay. Yes, yes. Agave. So, okay. in order for it to be tequila, uh-huh. must and has by law to be made with, hundred, you know, not 100%, with blue agave. Blue. Okay. 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 There's two categories of tequila. One is 100% blue agave, and the other one is tequila, which has to be made with 49% of blue agave and then any other sweeteners. You know, it, it could be um, cane, you know, sugar cane. Sure. It could be from other types of sugars, mm-hmm. not other agave. Other types of sugars, okay. and the only agave that that, ha- that, that one has to have yeah. is 100% blue agave. And and does it also have to come from a specific region within Mexico? Very important. I love that question because we have the denomination of origin. Mm-hmm. Just like in the United States, we have bourbon. Uh-huh. Mm-hmm. And Kentucky. And nobody else in the world could be bourbon except us. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You know, it's not only Kentucky, it's in the United States, which I love that about bourbon. But... Much um, in the same way, like champagne only exactly, comes from champagne region. Exactly, right. exactly. Same thing, Mexico. Tequila only comes from Mexico and only from five regions, from five states. Okay. And not the whole state, but just a municipality, you know, so in a, in a little part of the state. Now, is that because the the blue agave only grows in those regions? Exactly. Okay. Only grows in those regions and only... Um, it you know it, it could probably grow someplace else, but that's the only part that's recognized by the Consejo Regulador del Tequila, by the law, by the NOM, you know, mm-hmm. um, law that mm-hmm. um, that that has like those states. It certifies so it. It certifies that. Okay. So in order for it to be tequila under the NOM, has to be in those five states. Mm-hmm. Okay. So well, when you go when we go to the liquor store, just as a regular person, regular Joe, and you wanted to buy tequila. Are we can we can we safely say that all that tequila is from that region? Like people aren't calling themselves tequila, but they're not tequila. Yeah, if they, it's very safe. If it says tequila, you have to know that's one of those regions. Okay, but uh, it is it is yes. tequila. It yes. would have okay. Yeah, yeah. The only thing that you want to know is if you want to drink the one hundred percent blue agave, uh-huh. which which gives you only the sugars from the blue agave, which gives you a better quality. Okay. Okay, which is way better the or if you want to have the mix which is only the tequila okay so those are the two categories that you that you have but in the name tequila Uh you right away know it's from mexico and from those regions and uh, those regions are they equally like are they distinctive in their character so like if you go to this state or region you're going to experience tequila that is has more you know, characteristics of that earth. Whereas if you go to another region, it's going to be slightly different in character. Does it, I mean, you know, I'm, I'm drawing the parallel here between like wine. wine. Exactly. exactly. Yes, yes, yeah. yes. Well, the, the connoisseurs, I would say, could mm-hmm. probably tell you it's from, even in Tequila Town, okay? Mm-hmm. So so a lot of the tequila, the There's majority, a tequila town? The, yes. The majority oh. of the tequila is made in Guadalajara, in Jalisco, mm-hmm. which is that state. Okay. okay? And there's, the town of Tequila. So a lot of the distilleries, 
many, and if not, I can, I can, I can probably say 90% of them are there. Okay? okay, so the people that know about it could tell you if it's from the highlands or from the lowlands, oh, sure. right? Yeah. But if 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 you don't know that much, it's it's hard to tell, mm-hmm. you know. But you you can definitely know among one or the, or another type of tequila because there's five types of tequila, which okay. is blanco, silver, mm-hmm. reposado, mm-hmm. aged, añejo, extra aged. And, and blanco reposado añejo and extra añejo okay so silver aged extra aged and ultra aged okay okay and those are the four types that normally you see in the stores okay mm-hmm. the other type is called gold tequila okay like Jose you know, Cuervo gold that's what you think about when someone's like okay you know is that a blend uh-huh, yeah. Yeah. And, um, okay. Yeah. So, and I don't know about, a lot about Jose Cuervo. So, um, I, well, but you know tequila. But yes, yes, but yeah. tequila. But that um, could be a blend. What what gold tequila is, uh-huh. is a blend. Mm-hmm. It's a white tequila with any of the other ones. You know? Okay. So, you can make your own blend of having the white base and then adding either reposado, añejo, or extrañejo. Really? Okay. And that's what gold tequila is. So, today, not m- very few distilleries do gold tequila, you know, right. because it's just not popular, you know, okay. mm-hmm. um, anymore. We go away well, you're and not away celebrating and away. the individual beauty of uh-huh. each, yeah. right? Yeah. Which is, and it still is good. Sometimes I, mm-hmm. I like to make my own and then I find the one that I like that way. Mm-hmm. But you don't find it, you know, as easy. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, now it's more popular um, a tequila called Cristalino, okay. which okay. is a... Um, Looks like a blanco, looks like a silver, mm-hmm. but it's aged, which should be this color, should be a little bit more yellow because of the being in the barrels. Mm-hmm. But then they extract the color and it's a soft tequila, white tequila, it's called Cristalino. And they're thinking about doing that another category, but it's not legally another category yet. Okay. But you'll be hearing about it. So, it's called Cristalino. So as you kind of, you know, you start with the the silvers and, you know, as, as as you go on through to Reposado and are you getting more and more, like what happens as it ages? Are you getting more character? Are you getting more toastiness? Are you getting more nuttiness? Like what what is happening as it ages? So what happens is you get the agave plant, okay? Mm-hmm. Just imagine for you to take a tequila blanco in your mouth, the time it's been seven or eight years at least of Seriously. work. Seriously. And that's like of entry work. level? Okay. Yeah, that's entry level. That's just the blanco. Okay. Because the plant, the agave, takes seven years to mature. And they it's very regulated too. What people don't know about tequila that I love to explain is that it is one of the most regulated drinks, beverages there is in the world. Mm-hmm. Champagne mm-hmm. sends bottles to the labs that we have in Guadalajara. You know, that's a, that's a, really? that's a state, um, um, that's the state to be examined, to be, you know, certified, to, you know, to check. It, 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 they have a million dollar lab that's amazing. In Guadalajara. Oh, so, uh, that would be fun to see. It, oh, it's, so, it's it, if, you, if, we, if we go there. Yeah. When we go know, there. Yeah. When we go there, I have to take you because it's so wonderful to see the high technology that that, yeah. you know, that there is and the exact things because they they have that the agave plant okay mm-hmm. and in order to be in this bottle it has to be regulated you cannot just go plant and go and plant your agave and then say you made your tequila 
it's very regulated. Okay. So you so, don't have a bunch of craft tequila makers like we have our you know craft breweries mm-hmm, or people are making right. their beer in their homes. In their garages. In their garages. And, yeah. You don't have that kind uh, of stuff with no, tequila. No, if, it, if it's registered. No, no, no. There's okay. people that do it, but then they cannot sell it. Exactly. Okay. You know, they cannot sell it because every every agave plant is regulated. Mm-hmm. So they go and they, you know, they they register. If you don't register them by the end of a certain time, okay. you you cannot use it. Oh my goodness. You know, so okay. it has to be registered. And so every bottle of tequila, if you see, every bottle of tequila has an NOM number, which is NOM, and it has a number, okay? So Arete, which is the tequila that we're um, tasting today that I love, has a, um, I, sh- I should know this by memory, 1108, I think, or 110. And is that's, that's um, the number of the actual plant that was used to make this bottle? That's the number of the distillery. That's the number of Arete. So oh. if you go and look, you know, if in, in, if you go, go and 1109, I think. 1109. Yeah, I'm sure. Uh-huh, I'm pretty sure. So that's their number. And everybody knows 1109, it's Arete. So oh. then if you Google, then, oh, Arete, and where's Arete? And then they look, and Arete is in in the town, you know. In, so there's all this in information August. recorded about Completely. each batch. And, and each that's bottle, amazing. Each, each of them has. So we know how we have Vivino. Mm-hmm. We right. have Tequila Match. Vivino, which for those of our listeners who um, are avid wine drinkers, if you're not familiar with it, is a really great app that allows you to grab a photo of a wine bottle, and then it'll give you all this researched information about. It gives you aromas. It yeah, gives you region. Great. It gives you where. It gives it's you all like the information. It's like the Shazam of wine bottles. Exactly. Right. I love Vivino. Okay. Oh, I love Vivino. It's complete. <laughs> it's wonderful. You could just take the picture and then and then it keeps you. You know, re, re, it reminds you which one you have, which one you've tasted. You oh. can have your mm-hmm. your library. You oh, know, wow. it's really cool. So there's a th- uh, there's a a app like that called Tequila Match. Okay, and it's wonderful. Don't know about pictures, you know, yet, but it gives you all the information. So you enter the num or the name, mm-hmm. and it gives you the distillery, the process, the smoke, the, the smell, you know, the, mm. the smell, the aromas, you know, the the flavors yeah. and the mm-hmm. notes yeah. that the tequila has, you know, and so it, it's really cool. It's a really cool app. But that's how you know you can learn more um, if you are a, a tequila aficionado or something. Go to Tequila Match, you know, and learn. But what is really important that you have to know is the num. Okay, okay. Yeah, yeah, because yeah. that takes you to where it's made, okay. and um, on every bottle, every <laughs> bottle of tequila has will have that. So I t- every single I, bottle. I yeah. did take a picture of this bottle, of course, which we're going to taste here momentarily. But I also took a picture of that nom. So for those of our listeners, I like to go to our blog and see things. Like we'll yeah. we'll make sure to share that information. Yeah, I love it. I love it. So this so, is a tequila that is you know. So I was, I was telling you, they go with the with you know with the agave. They plant the agave, okay, and then there's. People that are called gimadores, which are that's the job that they have, and and it's like they they get a coa, which is a special tool to get the agave out of the of the land of the dirt, and and they do a pineapple shape. Okay, okay. Mm-hmm. so they go and and when you're in the field and you hear that, it's like oh my goodness, because it's just a very incredible sound when they're. Very distinctive. Very distinctive. Mm-hmm. And then they get the pineapple, you know, mm-hmm. heart of mm-hmm. the of the huge plant, right? Mm-hmm. That it's already matured. And then they, they record it. You know, they, somebody from the Consejo Regulador del Tequila is there, and then they take it to the distillery. And then once it gets to the distillery, some, sometimes they cut it in half at the field. Uh-huh. Sometimes they cut it 
at the distillery. It all depends. And when that um, agave plant has been harvested, is that the end of that plant or it will grow back again the no, next year? No, it's the year? end. It's, it's the, the end. end of the plant and then they just leave all the uh, pencas, you know, in in the field and then it helps the, yeah, you know, the kind of mulch it. Okay. Helps, uh-huh, yeah. Okay, yeah. so they're a little different uh-huh. than like the, the vineyard with the grapes come right. back year after year and, you know, it changes by the... By the um, the climate. the climate and stuff, right. but yeah, yeah, so yeah. so it's the end. So every um, you know every um, agave can have hijuelos is called, and those are little babies, seven. Oh. Okay, so seven. so those continue seven? to so live they on. They take That's, them out when they're little. They can have seven babies. Seven. Uh huh. And. Well, That's an interesting. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. No more, no less. uh Yeah. It's a prime uh number. It's a prime, right? (laughs) It's a prime number. Yeah. Yes. And so then they take them out, you know, and then they, um, you know, replant that. Okay. Right? So um, so then that's the first um, first step. The first and they always it's there. That's always at seven or eight years of age when the when the agave plant is harvested. Yes, it's not. They don't wait around till they're ten years old. No. Okay. It, it, then it passes. It, you know the, the so sweetness. The, okay. Um, it passes. The prime. The, yes. Fan, fabulousness yes. of it is yes. over past. Yeah. yeah. Much like you mm-hmm. know men as they age. Yeah. Right. <laughs> yeah. You know much like exactly. <laughs> that's, that's, you know first thought that came to mind. Okay. Yes. So. So then that's the blanco. Okay. okay. Well, okay. no, that's the plant. Okay. The plant. So then they bring it to the distillery and then they cut it in half and then it's cooked. Mm-hmm. Okay. So that at that time is raw. Okay. Mm-hmm. But then they cook and every distillery has their own process. Some can be cooked in autoclaves, which is like a pressure cooker. Some could be in brick um, type ovens, you know, mm-hmm. which is a more traditional way of doing it. And so these companies have uh, two lines of tequila. The classic, which is done in autoclave, like okay. a pressure cooker is great tequila because it it's not just pressure cooker. They, they leave it longer. Mm. You know, they take... They take care of it. And the artesanal line, it's called, you know, artesanal suave. Which is what we're drinking tonight. And cooked mm-hmm. in brick ovens. Brick and ovens. it's a brick oven that's beautiful. And um, in a more artisanal way, right? Okay. So the first, you know, time that they, they come and they chop it and they cook in the oven. And after it's cooked, they pass it through roller mills to squeeze the juices. The juices okay. okay? Yeah. And and the juice of the agave is the gold, what I call the gold of the of the tequila. Because that juice is what goes to fermentation. Okay. And then they do the fermentation process and then that goes to the distillation process. Okay. Okay. <clears throat> and so in the distillation process, this company gets cuts heads and tails twice and work only with that head of the distillation, you know, just just the heart of the mm-hmm. distillation. So it's a very good, high quality, not not headache after, you know, um, it, it's a wonderful. Um, okay, so we so. are drinking um, the, the Añejo, c- right? Of mm-hmm. the Arete. Of the Arete. Of the Arete. 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 Artisanal let me, let me Suave. Yes. So can you lead us through the proper way to taste mm-hmm. this? Mm-hmm. Let me let me go back a little bit so you so we know why we're drinking añejo, okay? Okay. Because like I said, that's the process. Mm-hmm. Okay. After the distillation, so you you have the cut, the 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 cooking, right? The, yeah, the, the distil- fermentation, the yeah. distillation, right away, bottle. Blanco is bottled right away, okay. doesn't have to be aged. Right. Mm-hmm. Reposado is aged. 10 months, you know, 
up to a year. Well, people mm-hmm. say not up to a year, but minimum two two months. Okay. Mm-hmm. And okay. so in this company, this Arete, aged their tequila in bourbon um, barrels. Oh, interesting. Okay. And it's it, and they use a high quality bourbon. Right. So the notes that we get also are from the barrels okay. from the wood the vainillas the yeah. chocolate yeah. all the, the all the notes that the, and, yeah. that the barrels give and you. how long is this one aged for añejo the, this añejo is 18 months okay, okay so uh-huh. so is there a, a bottom number for añejo to be like like you said the uh, the blanco oh no the reposado is a, li, li, a, a, minimum a year so a minimum uh-huh. of a year on añejo uh-huh. and yeah. then so uh-huh and then exactly añejo and then extra añejo is minimum three years Okay. You know, so it's and does um, it tell you on the bottle where if it's eighteen months or no, no, no they don't. No. Okay, that, that it doesn't say specifically. So this one is like eighteen to twenty months. Also, you know. Okay. So just imagine that the blanco is the raw material because you know it's it's not raw but it's cooked. Yeah. But it gives you more of the notes of the cooked agave. Okay. But, a, but you smell more of the citrics. You know, a, a blanco will give you more of the pepper notes, um, a little bit more of the raw agave f- smells. Okay. okay. Then reposado gives you a little bit of more of a vanilla tone, a little bit okay. more. It's just 10 months. It's a little bit softer. It's a really, you know, you can see the difference in color. Mm-hmm. Then you come to añejo. Añejo is 18 months, this one that mm-hmm. we're going to have. And it gives you, imagine that we're, we're going to taste. Mm-hmm. It's been sitting in bourbon for mm-hmm. 18 months. Yeah. Okay. So the notes, those, those you can smell, out. you know, the way we're going to yeah. do it is you can lift the cup, you know, like and that. And we're using champagne flute glasses uh-huh. for our tasting yeah. too. So also, this is very typical from um, tequila. It used to be that you get tequila in a tequila shot mm-hmm. and... Right, right, yeah. and I always say that time is past. <laughs> yes, that time is over. Now it's time to. I'm really definitely already, and I'm not even doing this the proper way, but I'm I'm smelling vanilla. On exactly, this. enjoy. So you know, mm-hmm. you can swirl your cup mm-hmm. and then let it sit a little bit, and you can see how it forms a crown. Mm-hmm. You know, and I love that crown because then you wait a little bit, count thirty, thirty-eight seconds, and you can see the legs or the tears yeah. drop. And when, you know, it, it, it's the quality, it's the, you know, it's the thickness, it's the body of the tequila, you know, okay. that, that we have. So you can see how, you know, how it uh, um, drops. Right. And then you smell, mm-hmm. you know, if you really know, you know, there's the smell at 12, 3, 6, and 9 is different. Okay. So if you... One you mean smell. you mean at the like if you're looking at a clock, exactly. it's 12 o'clock, 3 o'clock, 6, six o'clock. o'clock, yeah. Okay. So even with wine, eh, too. So... Okay, so it's more woody yeah. on the 12 uh-huh. o'clock. Yeah, exactly. Well, I love, I'm uh-huh. absolutely Vanilla. loving the fact that I'm smelling tequila and it is not burning my nose. No. Uh-huh. Yeah, I love that. So I'm getting more vanilla at three and then at six that amplifies even more. It's incredible, isn't it? Yeah. That, like, it's so interesting because then... And then, like, I don't know, at like nine, I start getting maybe some, like, green pepper kind of essence. Very typical from these, mm-hmm. um, you know, um, green, green pepper. Green pepper. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Green pepper. That's so interesting that you say that. <clears throat> you know your stuff, Emily. <laughs> <laughs> I love I it. That's a, awesome. A, what do you call yes. it? A, a high smeller? <laughs> yes. <laughs> <laughs> a, a, a good nose, yeah, yeah, yeah. You do exactly, yeah. yeah. It's a small nose. You, you but also boy, feel it works. Um, caramel, you know, a little yeah. bit on this mm-hmm. one. 
Yeah. You know, and you do smell the agave, you know. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, too. You know, the, one of the reasons I want to bring you to Mexico is because it's it's when you go into a brewery here for beer, how yeah. you walk in and you smell, you know. Yeah, uh, the hops, the hops and, everything. and all that. In Mexico, you smell the agave like it, incredible mm. as you as you wake up at 5 a.m. and you so go for a walk or something. Too. It's like, so delicious. Yeah. You know, so, because it's not, we have to stay away from those times. Now, mm-hmm. you know, we have to get a good quality tequila, something that you enjoy, something that you can really, you know, taste yeah. and, and sip do on these, and sip savor. On and, yeah. And, yeah, and yeah. well, and I mean, and what my guess here is that with what you're doing and other people are doing and the artisanal tequilas is, is elevating it from the slammers and the back mm-hmm. bar so that you can sit around at, you know, just order tequila straight. Exactly. And just, I just going to sip on it and exactly. people, people not going to look at you weird. Like what's wrong, what's with, wrong you? with you? Yeah. yeah. No, 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 um, no, no. Absolutely. It's very, it's, it's really, I don't know if I want to call fashion now, but we are doing it, you know, we yeah. see it more and more yeah. and more, and, you know. It's more of a luxury item now. Uh, absolutely, right? you know, yeah. So, so how do we go about tasting this the and right so, way? Um, you know, ones that we know, like I always say, you know, like tasting mm-hmm. is like reading a book. Okay. Right? If we're reading a book right now, the three of us, and I'm telling you the story about a book, you're imagining the the story a little bit different and the characters mm-hmm. completely different mm-hmm. than you are or that I am. Our right. imaginations are completely different. Our taste buds are completely different. Yeah. So what you're gonna pick is different than what you are. Right. You know. So it's just a wonderful way of doing the same and enjoying the same thing in our own individual ways. Right. right. Which is wonderful. But the way I have taken many classes, certifications, and everything, I have dear 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 teachers mm-hmm. and we all have our ways right mm-hmm. the way i like it mm-hmm. because i don't like the feel of the alcohol too strong mm-hmm. so i love to just put it in my mouth okay. a little bit okay a sip okay uh-huh. and you keep it in your mouth yeah then you breathe in you keep it in your you, mouth yep yeah. and you inhale after you keep in it your in nose. your mouth after it's there then you swallow okay okay then you're going to blow the alcohol blow it like out that. okay because yeah. the notes oh now it's yeah that, that you're going to feel in your mouth, the alcohol is kind of a little bit gone. So you right. really get all the, all the, the notes th- yeah. in, in your mouth. So you you take a sip, you mm-hmm. inhale in your nose, you then swirl you it around, swallow. and then you swallow. Oh, you, don't, you don't have to you swirl. swirl around. You don't and swirl. Then you, oh, you don't swirl. No, don't no. swirl. Uh-huh. And then you blow out. And Exhale then taste. The, so let's do okay, it. Okay, let's do it. We always say salute. Salute. Oh, yes. And what do you have to do? You have to keep eye contact. Eye contact. Tell them why we're keeping eye contact. Eye contact, or you will have seven years of bad sex. Okay, well, here we go. Let's do that again, ladies. <laughs> they keep, say, so you keep eye right, contact. I've did I tell you that? <laughs> yes, you did. Oh, my goodness. Yes, Our sound engineer is avidly looking over here He's like, like hello, me. I need the eye contact, too. <laughs> <laughs> the whole time. We don't want to look at somebody's okay. eye okay, while you're, okay, while you're exactly. drinking. So you put it in your mouth, a, mm-hmm. a sip, within, swallow, and now taste yeah I can taste it much mm. better mm. yeah and the mm. uh-huh. it's so caramely mm-hmm. wow that's delicious mm-hmm. it's so good and marshmallowy mm-hmm yeah, so I don't get any of those things other than mm-hmm. this is not like I used to slam tequila. So that's mm-hmm. fabulous. But if you close your eyes, you can tell me notes. So put it again in your mouth, you know, like that. Mm-hmm. A little bit more, a bit bigger. Sip. Okay, now breathe up. 
Now swallow. And broke the alcohol. <laughs> get it out. Close your eyes. Mm. And get the note. Because it even tastes like wood. Mm, I definitely taste that. And you I know, taste that toasted it's like, marshmallow. It's like, how do you taste wood? But it, it, it's there. Well, you know, yeah. It's like in the smell. Well, those bourbon the, barrels it, are imparting some of that, I'm sure. Absolutely, yes. And so you feel the wood, you know, you smell the That's wood. That's wonderful. You have the, you know, you have all the notes. Um, yeah, you know. I definitely taste the uh, the bourbon um, mm-hmm. influence in it. Mm-hmm. Um, what kind so, of panty would this be? God, if this were a panty, would it even be a panty or is it just straight up an accessory? You know, I tequila makes my clothes fall off. So <laughs> right. oh my goodness. panties are, you know, uh, like that's like I have to find them the next day, right. you know, to head home kind of thing. So it would have to be something that you could see. <laughs> when you're looking for them. <laughs> you're looking for them. You're crawling around. Oh my goodness. <laughs> I, it's know. obviously, it's got to be a black lace thong, really. Mm, I mean. Spicy. I, spicy. Spicy. It's going to get you into but trouble. sexy and, mm-hmm. you know, alluring too. Um, mm. And I, you know, yes, definitely take a nice inhale and then blow it out so you can have yeah. all the taste. <laughs> Well, I think it's absolutely... If I'm on a date, can I blow, blow? And I'm like, oh, I don't know about blow, blow, you know, when you're on a date, but yeah. definitely enjoy it, right? Well, I can see why this has definitely um, captured your your passion. Like, I, you know, I know that you had have had a long um, uh, experience in the uh, catering business. You're an amazing chef, and I know that you also are well-studied in wine, but I can see why this has captured your attention. I love it because I'm from Mexico. I was, you no, know, that was where I was going <laughs> to really? go. Are you, you <laughs> really? I couldn't tell. Um, well, I'm curious, are you from this same region? Are you from Guadalajara? Or? I am from Mexico City. I was born in Mexico <laughs> oh, City. I love Mexico But my City. family was from Guadalajara. My grandmother living in Guadalajara, so we went very, you know, we went a lot. Okay. And so, but I never drank tequila, of course, right? We were mm-hmm. little and I never cared for it. And probably well, I had one of those experiences like you did, you know, one of those shot things <laughs> that many, you used to do. So I many. always stay away from tequila. What yeah. culturally, what is um, acceptable as far as a drinking age in Mexico? Oh, well, that's that's a completely different situation because uh, you're 18, 18, legally 18 years old. Okay. 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 So that's that's what it is. Okay. But everybody drinks earlier because we have quinceañeras at 15, mm. you know, and, mm-hmm. and it's not as as taboo as here, right? I think it's more open a little bit. Yeah. Uh, so, yeah. Kids, you know, drink a little bit younger. Not that it's accept or anything, but we do, you know, I remember drinking with my dad wine yeah. at a table. We've and, had, we've had and wine with us, too. They let up. us drink wine and we never thought anything of it. Yeah. Oh my you gosh. Know? The only time I had wine with dinner was when my um, dad, I was like 16, I think, dad found a bottle of champagne in the trunk of my car and... Um, he uh, put it out on the dining room table and he made a point to say, I just want to take a moment and thank Emily for providing our champagne for tonight's dinner. Um, so it was like, that was when it was like, okay, you're busted, you yeah, know? Yeah. But he was really, it was actually pretty funny because I was totally busted, but he actually let me have, have some, some of it, yes. which, yeah. you know. Yeah. Yeah. Which I so. think is better sometimes, you know, I, you because it's like, no, 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 no. mystify no. it, yeah. right? Yeah. 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 <clears throat> we never thought anything of it. We just saw it normal. It's not that we, we had to drink a lot, but we were allowed to. Huh. Right. And so that's what, you know, so my nieces and nephews and my all my family, they, they do that. 
And so, but legally, it's 18. Yeah. I have uh-huh. a question about the, the um, bottles, if we can go back just a moment. Sure. Uh, my guess or assumption would be the Blanco is going to be a cheaper bottle of tequila than all the way up to like the extra aged. Exactly. Okay, so that's so, how it starts. Okay. Blanco is less expensive because the amount of work is less. Yes. You know, the aging process is less. Just um, like a you bottle know, of bourbon and exactly. things like that. So, um, ex- ex- so what's the price point of the bottle we're drinking? This one is like $90, $87, $90, okay. you know. Um, it's the artesanal suave yeah. añejo, you how know, which is eighteen dr- months old. How many uh, servings do you get out of a bottle of tequila? Because it's different than a wine bottle. I mean, a wine bottle you get, you know, four Pro- or five probably glasses. Like, pro- probably I can say, you know, um, how many milliliters is it? Seven hundred and fifty. Yeah, uh-huh. seven hundred fifty milliliters. Two ounces. Okay. You know, how? What do you think? A lot. A, a you lot. get a lot. lot. You know, okay. Um, but it's a 750 milliliters. But you wouldn't want to be throwing this in your, your uh, mar- uh, margarita mix. No. Mm-hmm. No, you wouldn't be like no. throwing that together. No, you know, this, with is, this is why it's so, so good to drink it just yeah. like that, you know? Mm-hmm. You would save um, the Blanco for your margarita mix. Blanco or reposado, reposado. You know, Blanco reposado. And, and you know, because it, it's worth it. Yeah, right. right. And, and if you like the reposado with the vanilla notes, that has heavy vanilla notes, um, it has butter, yeah. If, you know, yeah. in, in the reposado, notes of butter. Yeah. Then you know, then why not, right? Yeah. Um, yeah. So you know, that, that's how it is. But um, I love that is the process, right? And the blanco is less expensive. The reposado añejo and extra añejo is like one hundred forty dollars. This line. Wow. Um, okay. So it's a premium tequila. Yeah. Um, this is a the, one of the most emblematic fa- tequila families that we have in Mexico. Mm. It's called the Orendine family, and um, and these are the fourth generation. Um, the owners are brothers Jaime and Eduardo Orendine, okay. and they have been wonderful because I met them in the airport. Did you? Um, by by. By, yeah, like random coincidence, by godisense. Oh, sure, you know? yes, of yeah. course. Because I was going to study about tequila. And um, that was one of the, that was my second trip going to Mexico because I was doing catering. Mm-hmm. And my what I wanted to do was bring Mexican wine because I was starting to be a sommelier. Mm-hmm. And I wanted to bring Mexican wine. Mexican, I had to be Mexican because my catering is sure, Mexican, right? Sure, you wanted yeah. to pair with so your food. So I wanted to pair with my food mm-hmm. and I wanted to do the Mexican. And all my clients started telling me, Mary Carmen, do tequila. But again, I'm like, ah, I don't know about tequila. Mm-hmm. Ah, I can't you know? do that anymore. And, yeah, and, 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 and for my surprises, when I found my passion, my love, my balance, I started living again, you know, um, through this because it's when I... I found I can go back and forth and learn about Mexico, talk about Mexico, put Mexico up high, put tequila yeah. up high. Yeah. It's the most emblematic I, drink that we have in Mexico. I right. bet it's kind of helped you reconnect with your roots. Exactly. How long have you lived in the United States? So I've lived here for 27 years. Okay. And I married um, and I, you know, with somebody from St. Louis. Oh. And um, he promised that we were going to go back five years after. But I didn't know that the roots in St. Louis go deep and deep and deep and deep okay. and deepest as the deepest that you can have it. <laughs> so, <laughs> because people was, from St. Louis are very, very from St. Louis. And yeah, I, well, I no mean, idea. what was that transition for you like? Like going it, you know, it was, it was, it was wonderful because I was just married, you know. Mm-hmm. But once I realized what I did, I thought, oh my goodness, what I, what did I do? And <laughs> and I missed everything, everything that you can imagine. You miss mm-hmm. from where you grew up. Mm-hmm. And um, and then you know what, what I was telling you a little bit ago was that I I couldn't find my place you know like yeah. everybody's always been so wonderful to me thank God but it was hard to fit in 
being a foreigner, not fitting in, not understanding the culture, not knowing a lot of stuff that, that you know, not understanding mm-hmm. the slang, you know, so people talk about jokes, of, you know, when you grow up or do you remember? And I was like, ah, I, right. I, I didn't understand. And it was like, ah, you know, and it was harder to connect with people not having that common bond. It right? Completely. It's like I didn't have a past. Right. Like you die and you have a past. In Mexico, my cousin went to my cousin to the same school. Yes. But the friend went to the friend to the same school. And then you always connect somehow. Yeah. And here it was like, for you, I died. Right. For you, you didn't have that connection. But that is, it is that way for people who like born and raised in St. Louis. There's always a connection. You know, I am a transplant of St. Louis also. Mm-hmm. I've been here 25 years. And um, even though I've been here for 25 years, I don't, and I've raised my children here. I don't feel like um, I'm a part of it. You know, I love St. Louis and I love the opportunities that have been Mm -hmm. afforded to me um, living here and the people I've met, but I don't have a sense of nostalgia about, you know, being here. I don't have, and I have part of that is a problem is I moved, my dad was in the military, we moved around, so I don't have that, oh, home, Mm -hmm. what is home for me? Yeah, exactly, because it's the same. Because Uh I I moved around so much, but I would think after having lived someplace for 25 years that, oh, it's home. Yes, yeah, yeah. yeah. But you know, I I miss the smells, the textures, you know, uh, everything, and then I would go, and there's not no Mexican restaurants around, and I miss my food, and I wanted to do, you know, all that, so that's when I started thinking about you know, how how can I connect with people? Just thinking, how can I do this? I, I can do it, yeah. you know? And so I started noticing when I cooked and I invited people, everybody was like, wow, I love it, I love it, I love it. Mm. And then it sure and then beats a it opened the doors, <laughs> right? <laughs> and it opens the doors, yeah. like in an amazing way. You connect with people through their well, stomachs. I mean, it's a secret absolutely. recipe. <laughs> absolutely. I mean, families bond over dinner. It's, it's exactly. friends. I mean, Michelle, mm. we've, you know, the number of times we went out and had wine and food and, yeah, you know, it's, together. it's where yeah. it's where you have those conversations. It's you it's know. incredible. Yeah. So I, that's when I started, you know, my business, and 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 then I started donating things at my son's schools. I have four boys, and I would donate an item, and it would sell, and then the next year would sold, you know, for more. And then mm. one one once I had two meals sell for six thousand each mm. in the you know live auction. Yeah. Holy and, um And then another what, one for ten thousand. Okay. What do you, you know? What so. do you make for a six thousand dollar meal? I played it really nice, I say, right? But it's more, you know, it, it's more the, the the coming and catering there and serving them and cooking yeah. for them and showing them how to make it because I come to the house, you know, and I teach for like them. For 10 people? Uh, that, 10, okay. 12, you know, 12, yeah. 12. You know, I always let them 16, you know. Yeah. The, 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 the thing was for 12, uh-huh. but I don't care. I mean, they're paying that kind of money. I don't care at all. Yeah. And know. so I planned really well and I I bring them and I make them have fun and, 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 and I show them how to make guacamole and I tell a little bit about why the guacamole and, yeah. and, I, and I roll a pepper and how can I, how can it be more spicy and, and I cook, the, you know, the beans and, and, and I talk about the tradition and now I bring the tequila in and, and it's just it's like a fiesta you know yeah. Yeah. And, and and it's good so i people pass the word i think and then it gets popular and it's been it's been incredible for me to see that 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 i have so many friends that i love because of who i am yeah, yeah. you know the that, more that, that you the more that you kind of brought your heritage exactly. into your relationships the more people embraced you exactly because you're living authentically exactly yes and I love that because before I didn't and I didn't know how and when I found that I thought this is it so for every Latin girl out there that are listening to me be yourself 
Yes. Always. And be yourself. Ev- and every non-Latin exactly. girl, but ev- every girl, just, yes. be, just be yourself. Exactly. Yeah. You're absolutely yeah. right. Be yourself, but embrace your culture, right? And absolutely. say yes, 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 yes to everything. Yeah. And things just flow. I, I love that. Yeah. I want I want to take a brief pause yeah, here. We need to take um, a break. Because I definitely, I, I love what you're saying, and I have some questions coming back, but I feel like we need to take a, a quick little breather. I, 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 need, to, I need to exactly taste some more we, on right. break. We'll be right back. Michelle, I am so excited. We have a new sponsor. I know, Emily. We're thrilled to bring them on board as partners here at Clearly Speaking the Podcast. It's a great group of people. It's worry-free marketing. Uh-huh. And, you know, I discovered them many years ago when I first moved to St. Louis. I was doing a lot of independent consulting work at that time. And this company was my go-to resource whenever I knew a company needed a new website or website work. They needed help in that digital world, yeah. driving good prospects to their website through yeah. AdWords, Facebook campaigns, whatnot. They just did a great job. And I love those guys. So they're a sponsor for us and they're like our social media Uber partners, fans. right? Exactly. I mean, I mean, this is like a really great resource for us. I mean, you have done an incredible job with your phone and your <laughs> iPad and your laptop, you know, putting things together. But it's nice when you can have a team behind you. That's right. I mean, because things happen more quickly when you have a team versus trying to do it all by yourself. Absolutely. Well, you know, it's its own specialty. Marketing is such a tough thing and to do a really good job at it. I mean, I'm a visual person, a creative person. So I've I've done the best when that I can, but you know. But and the nice thing when you get to a point in a business and you realize, hey, I I need to bring somebody on, if you Mm -hmm. reach out to a company like Worry Free Marketing, and then you bring them on board, you are not going to be disappointed at all with the resources, with the research, with the analysis that they give you, the with the strategy, you yeah. know. Um, and we are so blessed to have them on board here at Clearly Speaking the Podcast. I'm Absolutely. very excited about this relationship. I know. Isn't it wonderful? It's great. So they can reach Worry Free at worryfreemarketing.com. And uh, you can always yeah, click we'll make... on the link from our website too. That's absolutely right. All right. So thank you, Worry Free. You've definitely helped us be worry free. Well, welcome back. Thank you for letting us take that break. We had some sipping to do. Oh my gosh. We were, yeah. you know, we were just on a, a roll there. So um, I, I'm curious. I, I, I know that you, you have a long story about, you know, um, how food kind of brought you home and all of those things. I, I, I kind of, before we go there, I, I'm just curious, um, you know, being a, being a transplant is one thing. Like Michelle and I are both St. Louis transplants yep. and both, you know, had to find our way here. And I, I, which, I just got a map out and it's right, <laughs> right. You know, but while when once I got here, you know, right. find find our way. <laughs> but being an immigrant, like I think, is a totally different experience. And so, I mean, I'm curious, especially like in this age right now, you know, um, where the yeah. political climate is not so friendly Absolutely. with Mexico. Um, you know. What was that like for you being an immigrant coming to the United States? Did you feel welcomed? And how do you feel now? Has that changed? Yeah, Are you feeling has it... there has hostility raised? Like, I'm, I'm curious about that. Ooh, ooh, ooh. 
Okay. Yeah, I know. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. Take saying, a sip yeah, if you yeah, need yeah. it. One. You said we're not going to drink the whole bottle, but if you want me talking, I think I can. Yeah. <laughs> no, but um, I never felt anything because I've, like I said, I thought I always been a friendly girl, you mm-hmm. know, and I never thought that I was moving into a different world, you know, or that I was different. Mm-hmm. You know, I never felt different. But there's a couple of things that um, that have definitely made sure that I knew one day I was I lost my son which my, was my oldest uh-huh. oh. and um, he's Mexican my, my mm-hmm. son you know my, all my kids have light skin but my first one is a little bit darker mm-hmm. and um, and I lost him at, How old was at he? Barnes and Noble okay. you know I think he was like one or two or something like that okay. and I'm um, hysterical hi my baby I lost my baby and the lady all the way to the front uh-huh. said he's here he's here and I'm like, hi, how do you know? And she looked at me like, really? <laughs> I'm like, oh, thank you. <laughs> yeah. like, okay, it's mine, right? Okay, it's yeah. mine. That's, that's my looks. Right. You know, that's that's one that's one time that I think I really thought, oh, oh my gosh, right? I'm, I, I, I guess am I'm different, different yeah. right? But nothing happened. Another time I was shopping and I was telling my kids, rojo, verde. You know, I had one of my kids in that, going around you know, the, the, the grocery, showing everything. Grande, you know, chiquito, pequeño, right? And mm-hmm. the colors and the shapes. and In and the, Spanish. In Spanish. Yeah. And the lady stopped me and said, speak English. Oh, no. And I said, excuse me? And she said, your ancestors didn't fight for this country. Speak English. Oh, my. And what was your... I, response. I was shocked. Yeah. Yeah. And how long ago was that? I was shocked. That was that was a long, you know, that was 10 years ago. Okay, at least 10 years. You know, at least 10 years. Okay. Which was not what we have, you know, yeah. today because, you know, but that was very surprising to me. How disheartening because I think, I mean, uh, I think it's such a wonderful gift when a child can be brought up in a multilingual home. Absolutely, you know, it's, yes. It's great for their yes, brain. Yes, it's great yes, for yes. their future. Yes, yeah. It gives so them more opportunities. I, I love that story because the lady that was down three metros, like very mm-hmm, close, yeah. turned around and looked at the lady and told me, I'm so sorry. Yeah. She was American she was from St. Louis. Yeah. And she looked at her and said, hey, Unless your name is Mrs. Pocahontas, you can't talk. Oh, oh nice. Wow. That sounds like our friend Nikki that might have said yeah, something like that. Says, yeah, <laughs> and I was like, yeah. yes. Mm-hmm, I, yeah. Did, I was not upset or anything. I was just yeah. like, yes, you're right. Thank you. And she gave me a hug. And I'm like, yeah, that's true, right? Yeah. Mm-hmm. And and so we're all like that. Mm-hmm. There's nothing. So I've never felt bad. I, I love people in St. Louis. I love St. Louis. I love the seasons. My kids are from St. Louis, right? Mm-hmm. They were born, they were born, born here. in St. Louis. Yeah. Mm-hmm. They have roots in St. Louis. Right. I love that. Yeah. But that I am, I'm American. I became American. Yeah. I love this country. This country has given me the thing that I love the most, the thing that I would die for, mm-hmm. that are my children, right? Right. So I... And I love the people. It's super friendly. But that I am who I am in my veins. Mm-hmm. I am Mexican. I'm Latin. And I bring that 
to hear, which mm-hmm. I love because I think the love, the care, the values, the family, mm-hmm. the tortillas, the tequila, that that's all what I can share. That perspective. With, you know, the, the, it's yes. valuable. It's yeah, a passion. You know? There's a passion in it and uh, for life and, and, um, and joy and spiciness and, yeah, and yeah. that you, There's a that fire you, that that you, you associate with. And I love to hug yeah. and I love to kiss, you know, because and, and, and I love... I love to do that. So I'm a Spanish teacher too, okay. you know, and I've been a Spanish teacher and I love and I and I love and I think every student that I've had, I can tell you, <laughs> really, really have a connection with me, uh-huh. you know, but I am one of those that if my student was kind of sleeping a little, I would come and I would just like wake them up, like, you know, mm-hmm. wake up like touch yeah. and mm-hmm. I hug them and, and, and I care about them and I connect with them because I, I love to see that I am teaching Spanish and that they're learning to speak mm-hmm. Spanish. They're learning to think in a different way. They're learning that zapato is shoe. Yeah. And there's another way to call zapato. Right? Yeah. And mm-hmm. and when you see that they grow and they love to do the songs that I teach and they and they love to make what I teach them to cook or it's something that it just ah, it turns me on. I love it. Mm-hmm. You know, it's like I love that that I can put that seed because those are the kids that are going to want to speak Spanish later or want to go to travel to Mexico mm-hmm. or want to fight for, you know, the, at the people around them. For that. Yeah. yeah. Because I did something. So I right. see like part of your essence to me is that you're somebody that you you thrive on educating others and like imparting wisdom and inspiring others. I mean, I, I definitely get that from you. And, right, thank you, you know, thank you. Thank you. Thank yeah. you. Emily. You know, one of the things that I started my catering business was because of that, because I, I wanted to, I wanted to belong. It's very mm. important. We need to belong. Mm-hmm. We have that sense of belonging. And so I started doing that and I, it was successful and I did it. And I, and I, I had a, dark time in my life I think you know a little bit if if, if I can talk about the, it oh please about do it, yeah about that I had a hysterectomy and I was not ready for it mm-hmm. I think but I had four boys right so I had um incontinence it, yeah okay mm-hmm. yeah and it was bad so my doctor said hey Mary Carmen we'll do two, two, two things together I'll do the hysterectomy and we'll do the you know right. the, the the mesh uh-huh, and, and that's we'll it. it oh yeah. my goodness it was the worst thing I could have done oh seriously horrific because I had a catheter on uh, for five days mm-hmm. that I had to take off out on my own and oh. after that I had three years of bladder infections oh my gosh how painful three years oh and I I couldn't go to the bathroom I mean I, I would go out for a walk and, and go to the bathroom. Yeah. So I, mm-hmm. I gained a lot of weight. Mm-hmm. I I was I was I, I've lost fifty pounds. You were hurting. You have lo- seriously. Okay. Oh. I exercise every day. I run every day today. Every day. I I I run. I lift weights. Mm-hmm. You know. I I feel myself alive. Mm-hmm. Like like I can't explain to you how important it is to exercise and to try and to try because I right. couldn't go anywhere. But I I knew I had to. And I knew because of my voice and I knew because right. of everything that I had to do this, right? And so were these problems a result of having children or? Yes. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah. yeah a, lot, so, a lot of women, when yeah. right. after you've had multiple children, you know, we, you, <laughs> you 
can tell uh, those people who uh, women who've had children because they're about to sneeze and they cross their legs, they hold onto the wall because right. they, they don't want to pee on themselves, yes. or they're about to cough and they have to like, no, wait, I can't, I can't, I can't, I can't cough I can't. and walk or and, exercise or just jump and jump yeah, and jump. No. They're so it's so common. I have yeah. not had children, but I definitely, as I've gotten older, I'm I know that like it's it's gotten harder for me, and I, I think it's. Like, I'm thinking it's because forever, like, you know, going through school, you, they never gave you the proper time to go to the restroom. So you're holding it forever. So I've, I've spent my entire life traveling and holding never go, it. holding it. <laughs> and so, like, I think as a result of that, like, I've learned to bury the, the idea that I actually have to go to the bathroom. Oh. And so now, like, when I have to go to the bathroom, I super have to go really, really bad. You okay. know, because yeah. it's gotten to that point. And, and I think it's because I've ignored it for so long. So Could I be. also, you know, I, yeah. I attribute maybe some of that also in there, yeah. you know. Too bad, yes. But, you know, when, yeah. when you do, it's just because everything moves, you know. <laughs> yeah. oh, so bad. Right. And, and, and then you you just do it. So it's very, very common. I've, yeah. But there are so, so so many things that you can do if, if, if we just knew, right? Right. There's all kinds of things. And I, and I didn't. So and I just said yes. And I, and I did the AC. And, and, and it was just them, a yeah. bad thing, right? So how did you get um, well? If I started 10 minutes walk. And then I had to call my husband and said, I pee. Like, you gotta come get me, right? But like, you come get me, right? With the three years of bladder infections, did you finally like the right uh, antibiotics stopped it, or did you go back in for a revision? I started just um, taking care of myself, like walking, okay, every day, like I ten ten minutes, and I'd come back, yeah, and ten minutes, I had to come back, and then twenty, and then half an hour, and then like that. And then I... So it really was physical fitness that helped turn you around. Yes, 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 yeah. So mm-hmm. I would pray a lot. You know, I mm-hmm. um, we in Mexico, we believe a lot of, in Our Lady of Guadalupe, right? And I would pray <laughs> the rosary. And every time I walk in the in the treadmill, I would pray the rosary. I really never liked to, you know, to walk. <laughs> and one day I'm praying the rosary and my phone fell. And it jumped by accident to Pandora. Uh-huh. And it was Enrique Iglesias, mm. and it was a very upbeat "Quiero vivir contigo, bailar contigo," no. And and it's what like, does that mean? I I want to live with you. I want to dance with you. I want to do everything oh, with you. Oh, perfect! Right? And it was Enrique Iglesias. That's really. And I thought, mm. and I started walking, and then I ran for a little bit, and then I walk, and then I kept putting, and then and then I just kept doing it. The next day I did it again, and the next day, and the next day, and so I never I never pray the rosary anymore. Doing you, you pray Enrique Iglesias. I, I pray Enrique Iglesias. Please come come to me. Right? <laughs> No, Music but, is amazing. Yeah. But, um, yeah. but it, you know, of course, I I, I super. But um, it it was just a a thing that happened to me that got me running, yeah. and I never thought I could ever. I mean, if anybody would tell you, I was just anti exercise. Yeah, mm-hmm. and I started doing it and doing it, and then running, and then I run three miles every day. Because and oh, if I don't, wonderful. you know, it's like incredible. Yeah, but um. You know, I think when when I started having all that, I started enjoying my more the way I cooked, and 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 reading about it and learning about it, wanting to be better. I love to sing, so I I started taking singing classes. Okay, and then I I like to speak French, so then I started taking French classes, and then I started taking care of yeah. me, yeah. right? Nice. Me more than anything. Well, how else. old is your oldest child? Twenty four. Twenty four, and your youngest 23, is twenty three, nineteen, fourteen, and twelve. Oh, twenty three to twelve. Yeah, so it's it's okay. incredible. But the thing that that connect me to where I am in the business is because I compare cooking Mm -hmm. to my life, Mm -hmm. right? So one day I was cooking a very typical recipe, Mexican recipe, and I salted. 
it was salted. Mm-hmm. And I thought, oh, geez, I, me, the expert that I know, that I follow, I did salt. And yeah. then you look and you say, what do I have to fix this? Mm-hmm. And you don't have to be creative. And you have to use what you have. Yeah. And you have just to fix your problem. Right. Because you have to fix the problem. Yeah. yeah. And I got whatever I could. And I tried to fix it. And then everything changed of the original recipe. But Did it then perseverance, better? but time, but love. Yeah. And at the end, the dish was richer and better richer than ever. Richer and better, but different yeah. than how you started, yeah. right? Yeah. Yeah, which is kind of like your metaphor for yourself. Exactly. Right. Exactly. Yeah. And that's how it is, right? Yeah. Yes, I made the mistake. I did that, that. But, you know, it doesn't matter. But you are you. And, yeah. and and you share who you are and then you fix it. And then at the end, you say yes and everything happens and you share and you want to be better. And I love to share that tequila and I have, I yeah. met, you know, it was incredible how life puts everything yeah. the, in the right moment for you. And, um, you know, I, I was at the airport. Mm-hmm. I met the owner and I saw him. He was sitting down and he looked super. The owner of this tequila. The owner right. of, it's called, you know, um, yeah. Orendine. Okay. And I approach him uh-huh. and I'm like, and so why are you here in Houston? Like, why are you going to, you know, and he said, I have health problems. And we start talking and I said, oh, why are you? And I'm like, so I'm going to learn about tequila. And he showed me his business mm-hmm. card mm-hmm. after that. And on one side he had his business card that he was the owner of the, one of the biggest wow. distilleries. There is Sousa, Cuervo, Norendine. Yeah. Biggest. Okay. And on the other side, he had Our Lady of Guadalupe. You know, so yeah. I said, isn't it magical how those things happen? I I remember, you know, I, like the universe, like putting people in your path. Like I, so when I used to travel a lot, um, I made a practice of never selecting my my seat on the airplane. And even though it's like, oh man, I really want a window seat, or I really want, you know, like I just made a practice of not doing it because I felt like. The universe would put the right people next to Always. me. Always. It's right? amazing. Yes. And I had yes. I and as a result of doing that, like I I've met some tremendous people. I met the author of The Shack. Mm-hmm. Um, and I met him at a really pivotal time in my life. Like I was I was struggling. And um we it was a four hour flight and we just had the most amazing conversation and and I really reflected on how things were going and, and it helped it helped shape me, you know, wow. that conversation. Yeah. And, you know, I don't know if you've read the book or it's oh, it's it's powerful. So um It's incredible how it life isn't just puts, it? Yes, 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 yes. Right. Yeah, because you know, I was looking for that connection, you know, and it came at the right time. Mm-hmm. Like I could not have asked it asked for this. 10 years ago or five years ago or, mm-hmm. you know, it just happened when it had to happen. Right. And yeah, you it, can't force it, right? You cannot. Yeah. And when you say yes, then then this happens. And so I've started a lot in tequila and that brought me back to my roots and back to the balance and back. So now I'm, I'm talking about, you know, the history of tequila and I'm talking and educating people about how it is and what it is and, and the agave and, 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 and it's the most emblematic drink that we have in Mexico. So I'm proud of these. And mm-hmm. then I go back and then I come back and then I go and then I come. And so it's, it's so you're getting, perfect. You're getting a, a lot more trips back to Mexico yes. to yes. see family and to do yes. what you need to and do, yes. which when you said you moved yes. here originally and your, your husband was like, well, we go, we'll go back in five years. And that probably wasn't five years. No, because, and I don't think we're ever going to go back. <laughs> 
but I love it because now I, I you can. can. You're free to yes, go back you know, and forth. And I'm starting now uh, Mezcal. Which right. mezcal, I love mezcal. Oh, it's so, it's, it's oh, it's so, so wonderful. Do you do your catering anymore, or just for the school? Like I the do, I do or? catering. Absolutely, do. yes. Okay. But I'm I'm trying to stay a little bit away because it's a lot of work. It is. Oh my goodness, it's a lot, a lot of, work. of work. So what I do now is more cooking classes. Okay. Um, pairing dinners. Can you teach me how to make a mole por plano? Yeah, I love it. <laughs> it's a long process. Uh, long, I know long it process. is. Yeah. But um, yeah, but um, you know, it's. I do a lot of cooking classes okay. and pairing dinners. Okay. And that's fun because I can talk, teach. Yeah. And, you know, and I always say, once my student, always my student, right? So then they can always call me or, you know, yeah. or I have some videos that I have yeah. that I can send them to learn. And so I do still catering yeah. depending but I'm, I'm a little bit away from that because now I'm you know doing the, the right. doing well, so this, stuff this and traveling is taking and, up 90% exactly. of your time exactly. maybe now yes okay yes. so Fabulous. I'm excited because Michelle and I and our team are we're going to be going and, and joining yeah, uh, Mary Carmen in Mexico I've never been to Mexico so it's going to be a yeah we're going to do some exciting. tours of some of these distilleries and um, which is very exciting we're, we're in the process of figuring out what those dates are, but we're going to make sure and share with we'll our, be our with everyone. Yeah, so they can come with um, us, right? <laughs> our listeners will be our a, listeners. A, a long for the ride. <laughs> yeah, for sure. yeah, yeah, yeah. It'll be we'll a be fun because we go content. with the right people, right? right. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So we go, you know, this is an amazing, I cannot tell you enough, you will love them. Yeah. You know, with good values and they take care of us and yeah. they teach us, they show mm-hmm. you, you know, it's a um, small but big company that I love because they can care less of being, you know, for example, other companies is legal to add color to the bottles. Okay. okay. It's as it's admitted. So okay. every, every bottle is going to look the same in large companies. Okay. okay yeah. So it doesn't matter what, if you buy an, an Añejo, it's always going to be the same color. Mm. They don't add anything. Okay. And I so much prefer that every, natural. Every, exactly. Yeah. So every bottle from Añejo from the same lot is going to be the same. But if it's yeah. a different lot, the color a changes a little bit like, because the barrel was a little bit different. Because yeah. Of the, and I, I think that shows a, a more interesting product. Like, I, you know, I have a friend that gets migraines from um, yellow dye. Mm. Like they've boiled it down to yellow dye. So... That would, I mean, that goes in so many things. Yes, and exactly. Yes, yeah. yes, yes. Yeah. yeah. So they they don't add anything. It's it's all so you know natural. The, this uh-huh. is um one of the larger companies in Mexico. The name Orendine, yes. Okay, Orendine. Arete is one of their lines. It's it's you know Orendine is like the father. Okay. okay. And Arete is a different distillery. Okay. Owned by the sons of Don Jaime Rendine, by okay. Eduardo Don Jaime. What other is, tequila do they do they make? They or? only make arete. Okay. Only arete. Okay. The father makes another one called Gran Rendine or Ollitas or okay. other brands. Okay. You know that that the, the, La Mexicana is their their distillery. Okay. This is called El Llano. It's one of the oldest distilleries. Okay. And the and the story is awesome too. I love it. That's also why I think I fell in love with this tequila because I. Arete is a horse. I'm pouring myself you know, a little more, yes, by yes, the way. Yes, yes, yeah. yes. Go, 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 go for it. <laughs> I don't need a nickel pour on this <laughs> one. Yeah. <laughs> I love it. So Arete is a horse, okay. and that's the only horse that has won the Olympics representing Mexico. 
Really? Uh-huh. Wow. Yeah. And so this is a, you know, this family loves horses. You know, they're they're very uh, equestre. You know, they're uh-huh. a very equestre um, family. And um, and so it has a story behind it too. You know, and 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 I and I like it. So it's a really good high, you know, high quality, and you'll love it. I'm envisioning yeah. the the area and the city of tequila and you know the the state and stuff. Do you know off the top of your head, or could you guess how many people are employed in this mm. industry in this part question. of Mexico? I cannot tell you. I mean, okay. I don't know. You know, I I I should thousands. know that, but thousands. thousands. Yes, this yeah. is a it's very a big industry. Big industry. And I love it because this company, for example, can grow. Yeah. Okay. Because I have said I have a machine that you can do the labeling quickly, and I know because I went to the contact person, <laughs> and and they said we want to keep it that way. They take care of their people, okay. you know. And so, so, fa- so like thinking about what you were talking about, family values in Mexico. It seems like that's being transcended into the companies also, yes, which is yes. very very. And people cool. really take care of their of of their people. You know, like yeah, like the Jimadores that I was telling you. Yeah, it's mm-hmm. a family work job mm-hmm. family job and it passes to and so it, it it's it's incredible to meet them and to see how you know what they do because there's no machines that can come and do what they do you yeah. know the, it's just not possible are they are they paid a fair living wage to do that i mean i think about the you know the mm-hmm. when the um you know, when the Mexican workers would come up, you know, and do seasonal right. work in the strawberry fields, or you know, in the United mm-hmm. States, and we don't pay them a whole lot of money, and and but they're still they still, they're come still up, they coming. still do they're the work still, because you yeah. know the the you know they're American still fighting citizens across the borders um, because it's don't better right? do the work either. But I'm yeah. just curious, like. Are they, it's not a huge salary, you know. Okay, of course, it, you know so, it, it. It can't, you know. It, but it, relationally it speaking, is it? Is it? it it's not. No. You know, it's okay. it's not. You know, it's yeah. not. But um, you know, they try. They take care of them. They take care of the families. They put a church. They go. You know, they they mm-hmm. they give them everything. You know, Christmas comes and they take care of the families. You know, as much as they can. You know, salaries. I don't know how much a a mother, you know, mm-hmm. can earn. I have no idea. Um, you know, but I know that they're well taken care of, okay. and um, and that they love, you know, their, work their work. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. They, they, you know, their work and how they do it, and it's fascinating on the time, and you know, and how fast they can do it, and you know, how they compete, you know, to see how, yeah. you know, how fast they can they can they can do one and everything. Yeah. So well, we you know we can we can do this again, and I'll have these numbers for you for sure, <laughs> um, or we can talk about it. There. Yeah. Exactly. Really interesting. Yeah. We'll do a podcast, you know, from there. That would yeah. be so awesome yeah, that we can we, we can extend, yeah. you know, in all these because it's really interesting. Yeah. And and it's important that that we have that um, you know, for everybody because it's an amazing industry, you know. Yeah. Um Well, and it and it and it gives us a peek into another culture. Absolutely. Right. And I, I think that that is so important. Um, you know, uh, to to have a, a good understanding of our, mm-hmm. our neighbors and mm-hmm. all the people around and the you know world what I, that are what values. I like, and, you know, what I like now with everything is that I've always felt proud of who I am, but now I feel obligated to show who I am, right? Okay. Because I've heard some p- people saying, we only bring the worst of the Mexicans to this country. Isn't that sad? And I have heard it, okay? And it is, that, is... Is that new? Is that a new thing or has that been... Well, that especially, no, since especially since 2016. Yeah. As, that's my point. <laughs> yeah. I yeah. heard him saying, yes. okay? Yeah. And so yeah. that really kind of ticked me off a sure, little, if not to say the least. Yeah. Because that's not true. 
I mean, you, you know, know, we have doctors, family values and work ethic have, and oh my education. Gosh, yes. And, yeah. Yes, yes, yes. You know, um, you know, we have this, this Hollywood producer, Rick Nahara, um, which is amazing. And, and I really, really like him. He was talking about how proud he's of being Hispanic. And somebody said, why do you um, speak so much about the Hispanics? No. And he said, what is Shakespeare spoke so much about the English? Right. Yeah. Or, you know, so you speak with who you are. Right. Well, it doesn't serve um, when, when people belittle other countries. No. It's because they they don't understand and that they, they don't want them to be of equal or or better value than themselves you know uh-huh. they, they don't they yeah, right. it's easier it helps them in their in the story in their mind to think oh drug cartels rapists exactly, exactly. you know ms13 you know exactly. it, because then that yes. serves a narrative yes. that they yes, want yes. and so i'm called even more now with ob- being up ob- ob- you know i'm i feel obligated yeah. to show who and how I think that's valuable and just like when we travel abroad as Americans we feel obligated to show them (laughs) that we're not what they see on the television we're not the the American that they think we are Um, you know I I I kind of I want to share this insight with you and it's it I mean it might be controversial no um, only because (laughs) it uh, it it shares the light of a of a beloved movie but Anyway, so um, you know, I think it just takes a little bit of there's there's eras of 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 time where it's like okay, you know, Mexico isn't in fashion now, right? Uh-huh. Okay, but it, you know, as we've had various countries go through immigration in the United States, mm-hmm. they, they've all gone through the same kind of terrible judgment and been treated poorly and whatnot. Um, And so a really good example of that is the movie It's a Wonderful Life, a very favorite holiday film. I'll watch that movie all year long. It's beautiful. But there's a line in it that strikes me every time I see it. It makes me uncomfortable, which is why I'm like a little uncomfortable sharing it. But Potter, the bad guy, you know. I was going to see it this weekend, so I'll yeah. have to see it again. Potter is saying he's upset because he's losing renters because George is building neighborhoods for these immigrant families. Yeah. And um, so Potter says a slang phrase, like talking about the Italians, because they're Italians. And he, he says, you know, quote, unquote, those garlic eaters. And he's saying that as like, you know, as a way to ridicule them, right? But now it's what's interesting to me is, okay, that was indicative of the um, what was happening in that time and the judgment and the prejudice that was happening then. Now, you know, Italian culture, it's like so infused in American culture and like the Hill in St. Louis where yeah. all the Italian restaurants are, it's, it's a it's a tourist destination and, you know, people, whenever there's like an exotic quality about Italian people, oh, they're Italian, Ooh, you know, like, yeah. so it took, it, it took a little time, but they transcended from being ridiculed to being appreciated and, and honored and celebrated, right? Yeah. So I'm wondering how long it's going to take to turn this conversation or this dialogue around for Mexico, our closest neighbor. Exactly. 
Exactly. Yeah. And yeah. I like that you're a yeah. part of that trend. You are on the ground. You are celebrating some of the beautiful things that are happening yeah. there. Yeah. Because, you know, I've been here for 27 years and I've always been Latin. Of course, I've always been Mexican, but I've never spoken out like that. Mm-hmm. You know, now I put on Facebook, yeah, I'm Latin. I'm proud. I want to. And my yeah. kids are like, Mama, you're being spam. You're spam. You're doing spam. And I'm like, why? What? Because Latin, 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 Latin. You know, but I'm like, it's true. It is. I yeah. am. I am. You yeah. know, and, and it's fine. And so, of course, they, they love it too, right? Right. Um, you know, but um, would Face- I can't. I would, cannot. Would Facebook say if you were always praising Jesus or if you were always no, praising no, 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 whatever, what, what one my, thing or whatever, would, would they say you're spamming? No. 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 And right? That, and they didn't say it like that. They just said, like, you're putting too much. You know, that's my kids to me. Not that it was out there like mm. a spam. No, no, to me. Okay. No, All right, no, I was no. thinking, oh my God, no. you're getting shut down, really? No, 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 no. <laughs> okay, that shoot, I feel better. from my own children. <laughs> okay, got it. <laughs> you All know right. how it is? Just because I've put so much lately in the last year. Yeah. You know, I, I don't or, think you should let it go. You know, I think I, you should I be can't. the Mexico ambata- ambassador. You know, because, and the more I learn about it, the more I, I see people working, the more I think how many people jobs does this have or you know or yeah. or I I love the people that I've met and my group of friends is huge now bigger because I've done this you know and and I am proud of who I am and I and I can show and I see other Latin friends also tell me what are you doing how are you doing it so I am um, I want to do something I I you know I wanted to go back to Mexico okay yeah and and when I found that I can't because my kids are from here then I thought I'm gonna stay here but I want to do the best I can to be better every day for them. Bridge right? the world, and, right? And show everybody right. yeah. it's okay. It's not dangerous. They're not going to kill you. Yeah. We're good. We're proud of who we are. We are loving. We have family values. We're, you know, it, it, you know we're warm people. Yeah. We are smart people. Yeah. We, you know, we're, we're good. And right. we're the best neighbors. And yeah. you're always yeah. welcome. And we welcome everybody. And we're welcome. Well, you I, know? I read on um, somewhere, you know, on the internet or something. Um, and this uh, someone had posed this question. And it's something that we should, you know, people, you know, really thought about how how long it takes for somebody from Mexico to get a visa to come visit the United oh, States. It's astounding. It takes months or, you know, years. how long years does it years take years. you years. to get, yes, you know. Yes, yes, yes. If Mexico implemented the same type of strict uh, vetting oh process God. for every American that wanted to go down to yeah. Cancun or visit Mexico on the weekend, they, you know, if, if we, if Mexico gave us the same treatment we give oh their citizens, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. then the people of the United States would like never get to go travel. I know, down there. Mm-hmm. I know, and 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 I mm-hmm. almost it's like it, they. Let, I know that American tourism is big, right? So you understand that, but it's like, like have a little bit of um, humility, people. I agree. You just you're just flying down and you know living it up, and but but then you're you're mm-hmm. telling the people you're going down and taking advantage of. No, yeah. you can't come here. Yeah. So, yeah. Yeah. But you know, I love. I, I think you know when when I see everybody like like you know or you that that love our culture, right? Um, I love it because you know when you go there. It's awesome, right? Oh, it's wonderful. And and you've never been there, I and, been and there I yet. can't I'm wait coming. to bring yeah. you because it it yeah. it's gonna be wonderful. And and you know you'll see. Can I? I I'm gonna ask a quick question. Um, 
and it's not to derail the entire conversation, but you brought it up. You said people say that it's dangerous. And I think that that's some of the news media coverage that we're getting, right? Mm -hmm. That we get that, um, that, you know, the cartel Mm -hmm. and whatnot, Mm -hmm. there's, it, there's some stuff that's happening. Mm -hmm. Now, my God, we're in St. Louis. There's stuff that's (laughs) happening every day. I hear gunshots all the time. Like, so that's, you know, I'm not saying that we don't have our problems at all, but I am curious, how do you feel from a safety standpoint when you go and to the various places you travel in Mexico versus being here in the United States? Do you think it's about the same? Do you think it's worse? Do you think it's better? Like, well, what, it do you, what do you feel? Absolutely, it happens, mm-hmm. right? Every time I go, I think I'm going to cancel my trip. Really? Yeah. Because, and is it because of the news or is it because of what you hear? Because of the news here. Okay. And because it's red or because it's this or because I hear or because everybody tells me that I'm crazy or because of the cartels and because they're killing and because they're, I just saw the news and because, right? Right. It's, 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 it's like and, it's in and your we head. have a new president and because it's, it's getting right. horrible and it's getting, and so every time I'm like, ay, 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 I'm going to cancel. And I go because I have to go. Yeah. And once I'm there, it's fine. I'm safe. I'm with my family. I'm in my country. I mean, you know, in Mexico, I, yeah. things are going to happen there. Right. Like they happen here. Right. Yes. You have to be careful. Just like you have to be careful here. Yeah. You're not going to go in the middle of the night or walking in the streets. Right. You know, you have to know where to go, how to go. And, yeah. and, and really, I think people really respect that it's tourism, you know, and that we're going because it's important. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And, you know, and, and and to go and leave Mexico is just incredible because then you really is an eye opener. Like, oh, really, we're neighbors, and mm-hmm. look all the richness that we have that that yeah. it, that we share and that we don't mind, you know. And mm-hmm. it, and it's and it's great. Um, but same thing happened here in 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 last school year. My kids go to a Catholic school on Manchester and um, Whiteman Road. Yeah. Okay. Where there's a Catholic store that yeah. there's oh, the, oh, oh we talked about that. that. We talked incident. about that on one of our earlier okay, episodes. That was, a, that was at two o'clock or something, and they Three shut my son's school. Yeah. And it was in the back. So if we had been in recess, something right. could have happened yeah. in right that area. So yeah. it's the same thing. Yeah. You just have to be careful, you know, and nothing happens. If you go to Mexico and you think, just enjoy it because it's safe. Right. Not, be careful. It's not safe. I'm not saying it's safe. It's, you just take your precautions. You do what you do. You don't go anywhere. wearing jewelry. Don't you draw don't expose to yourself. yourself. You don't yeah. draw attention. Lay low. It's wonderful. Yeah, just like here. I don't. You know, you just don't. You, oh you my don't gosh. Walk around and you know. No. And, I've gone so many times, and I have family right now that are coming from here, from St. Louis. Yeah. That are there, and they go to different parts of Mexico. And thank no. God, everybody comes back. No problem. Every time I go, you know. Yeah, of course they rob you. Of course they're going to, you know, but nothing nothing to keep you from going to Mexico. <laughs> yeah. And enjoying, you know, our beaches or our tequila or, or just you know, yeah. just, your, just um, the people and, and the life there. So um, yeah. to to wrap this up, mm-hmm. uh, what is your favorite tequila? Oh, I love that. You know, the owner of um, this tequila um, told me, the best tequila. I wanted to know what what is this guy's um, you know favorite tequila. It's a big deal. Yeah. And he said el acompañado. 
for okay. the listeners that speak Spanish, el acompañado, which I love that word because it's the one that you take with somebody. The companion, is that the what one that, that is? Yeah. Exactly, the one that you can share with somebody, look at his eyes and say salud yeah. and have a talk and be with somebody, right? Because that's what it's all about. It's about sharing, it's about being together with somebody, it's about enjoying everything. Yeah. And so... The best tequila is that you can drink with somebody and say salud. Salud. You know? Sounds like the tequila that you have on our podcast. Absolutely. Because that's what we do. That's what we do here. Yeah. So, exactly. Salud. 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 And um, gracias. Yeah. I can't wait to take you to tequila. And um, we're going to have a great time. You know, and um, to learn to more. And, the, and I'm happy that I was able to share this with yeah, you. Yeah. Thank you for gracias, educating gracias, gracias. us and our audience gracias. on this. Yeah wonderful beverage. Yes. <laughs> yes. Cheers. Cheers. Cheers.